trying to help them. It's not because we're going to try to help you. Okay? <laughs> right. So yeah, she's like, she basically says all the people in the audience are hookers and, and then invites them all to catch her outside as in bring it. If you got a problem with how I am, am as a person, but she says, catch me outside. How about that? So then, like, there's a remix. Catch me outside. Yep. Catch me outside. Yep, Catch yep. me outside. How about that? Yeah. So then there's a video. People went and found her and caught her outside. And how about that? So how about that? <laughs> yeah. They beat the <laughs> shit out of her. So then she made a video. And she's like, sometimes people get their ass whooped. <laughs> I, can, I can respect that, that comeback. Just, <laughs> just own it. <laughs> uh, didn't, say I was, didn't say I was going to beat you outside. But catch me outside. We'll, you know, how, how about we'll that? see how it goes down. How about that? <laughs> like, I may walk away going, oh, with the broken jaw and say, how about that? And then she went back on Dr. Phil and she's like, I made you the way that Oprah made you. You are nothing before me. I'm talking to Dr. Phil? Yeah. He's That's like, hilarious. He's like, you're the one that made me. Okay. Okay. Because he takes it all seriously. Like, he's like truly trying to. Yeah. Diagnose these people. I'm going to send you to an internment camp for six weeks, <laughs> and there you will get very strict regulatory uh, diet and and constant boot campiness. Okay. Does he hand that out regularly? I haven't watched Doctor Phil forever. Okay. I think he was the one on that show where they like that little kid was. There's that little kid that's like they're going to send him to boot camp, and the guy comes out there and he's like. You're going to straighten up, boy, or I'm going to be your daddy. Do you want me to be your daddy? And he's like, yes. And he's like, how about, wait, what? And he goes, you want me to be your daddy? And he goes, yes. He goes, why? And he goes, because I don't have a daddy. And the dude's just like, oh, shit, break it in, son. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 362 of Outlanders Podcast. Yeah, I actually looked at the... Uh the feed just okay. to I, don't know. I didn't know if you guys had recorded last week or not uh, you did uh <laughs> i'm your host matt with me and my co-host justin fly me to the moon jeremy how about that <laughs> cash me outside and you'll whip my ass hey very Everybody good get ass whoops on top. <laughs> all right uh jeremy what's what's going on and no uh, got flying Wednesday night. All right, yay! Now that goes across all your characters, right? Yes, thank God. Hmm. Um, how many reputations is that again? All of them. <laughs> Revered with all of them. Yeah. Must be exalted with the universe. I don't. It's, tr- it's zen. It's a very zen-like state. Everybody, for the first half. You only have to be revered with this one, though. Everybody in the, but you have to be at least. Revered with everybody from this expansion, right? I'll have to check and see if the first half is revered, because I don't remember. And is that a lot? I would assume that's a lot. It's, it's like a 2100. This expansion 20, feels 12, more... To get to... 12,000 plus 6,000... Yeah, it's 21. It's 21,000 total to get to revered, and then another 21 to get to exalted. But you don't need to be exalted. So it's one of those systems where... To get to the next level is do everything you've done up to this point again. No, they. Uh, Which I think there's like a mathematical term. There for were that other cumulative. There were other things. No. There's an eleven week ch- uh, quest chain. Squaring? 
that you were supposed to finish, but they took that out in the PTR, mm. having to finish that, and then you had to do all of the you had to do a Legion invasion in each one of the zones, but they happen at random times, and people were like, "I can't. There's no way that I can be guaranteed to do this." And they were like, "You know what? You're right. You don't have to do that either. Just get revered, have the first <laughs> part, and you have flying." It's nice when they do that, but it also kind of like it's it kind of kind of dispels the magic of game design like you expect them to have that shit figured out when it when they launch it to not have to understand like patch and yeah well adjust based on the community i mean it's good well i'm glad but i'm glad that they were like well we don't we want these to always happen at random times we don't want you to be like okay i'm gonna log on at four o'clock every day and do my thing it's like you don't know when the legion's gonna show up in a certain zone right like we're not gonna change that instead that's just not a requirement anymore right that's very nice of them. What I was going to say is that uh, it seems like this, ex- from the outside, having not played it, but it seems like this expansion is particularly uh, reputation-focused. Every single reputation-focused. Okay. In it's one just, way or another. Yeah. If you I want. don't remember. Uh, a lot in Wrath. The last expansion was reputation for fun. In Wrath, yeah. you had the Crusade, and you had to go and do the Crusader like, dailies <clears throat> every day. Mm, yeah. the top. Yeah. I guess that probably marks about the time that when they would add a new patch, they would add a bunch of uh, regular-ass people stuff that was just dailies. Yeah. And a reputation and quartermaster. Yep. Here's a patch. Oh, look, you discovered these new faction people in this Oh, look at that. They're neutral with you. Yeah. You want to get exalted? You can get this. There's like a pet. There's a mount. There's a dungeon. There's a new dungeon thing, possibly, hopefully. God, I hope so. (laughs) Well, of course, there is a dungeon that came out with with this patch. A dungeon? Yeah. Five man. Okay. Uh, It's not bad. You get to play with Illidan. Okay, I was going to say, I assume they're still doing the the trope of, like, we're going to put out the big uh, raid, but also, like, a little dungeon version that kind of teases it. Well, they stopped doing that forever. And then really, yeah. And then in, in this, they've they've brought back that idea. It's oh, a good idea. I remember in uh, the Ice Crown Citadel uh, when they when that came out, you you had There's the heroic three dungeons that go along with it. Were there three? Jeez, I didn't even remember that. Yep. You had remember you would go in on the side, and then there were like there were four doors, but only three of them had a dungeon behind it. I think there were plenty of fun things that we did in wow but I, I i would have to say all these years later i think my fondest would be us uh doing heroic achievements yes and just as a tight group like moving through doing a dungeon i haven't done them for, other than finishing the dungeon it's like oh yeah i got an achievement <laughs> finish the dungeon uh this, well i don't even do they even have that bronze silver gold thing anymore well, they have mythics, and Challenges. you get keystones, and yeah. uh, so you're not doing achievements to unlock like a heroic mount anymore. I don't know. I haven't looked at the instance achievements in forever because hmm. I don't. That's not something you want to try to do with a with a pug. You don't want to. Oh right. You don't want to get in a dungeon finder and be like, okay, can we do this achievement <laughs> while we're here? Yeah. Now, do they do they still have the timers? That's mythic has timers okay. if you want to get. Your keystone leveled up, and whatever level keystone you have at the end of whatever, you get a chest at the end of the week that has really good stuff in it. I've not done any mythics. I don't know how that works. And then it's basically you, a five-man rating, I guess. Kind of what the f- is that? 
I think it's just like a is big that ass like house a fly. Super fat fly or a bumblebee? <laughs> a fat fly. <laughs> it's like T H A T fat fly. Ow. You can hear it. Yeah. She wants to be your friend. I just want to be your friend. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, you got that hat. That'll do it, man. It'll just bounce off. It'll just know now. But the hat's coming off. He saw the hat coming off. You know how they do. As soon as you decide to do something about it, they're like, "Oh, better land." Have you seen those? uh, Have you seen those things that look like tennis rackets that are portable bug zappers? Yes. I saw one of those at Big Lots the other night. I was like, we should get one of those and just see. I went to visit my parents, and my dad had. uh, the bug assault. Oh, the way you were holding your hand, I was like, he's got a shotgun that <laughs> shoots at flies? Uh, yes, but salt. Salt. So, like, I mean, you pump it like a shotgun, it loads like a, a, a buckshot of salt, and you shoot bugs with it. Uh, why, does, why does this not surprise me? But I almost got it for him as a birthday present like 10 years ago. Uh, so I guess it proliferated into Walmarts. But uh, anyway, it was funny because there were wasps. And he was like, I got it, I got it, you know, and then <laughs> get right up on it. And then it misfired. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this thing's actually pretty shitty. That's the end of that story. I imagine That's it blew back in his face, the salt. He's all white face? Yeah. Crystal face. It's pretty shitty, but delicious. Makes perfectly salted dead bugs. I load it with rock salt. I mean, rock, 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 uh, rock candy. I put sugar in it. He's like, all right, that fly better land on them fries. Your ass better land on them fries. <laughs> oh, yeah, you done fucked up now, fly. Wait, it so completely it, so disappeared he, once I took my hat off. He ate. It's fry? tired. Did you hear how big that thing Did he was? Eat f- flies? Stop it. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> Flinch You flies. can't do it. You want to try flies? and make it happen. But you can't when you got to change the same letter in each flinch. thing. There's no, there's no making it work, man. You flinch. can't get a little of each. <laughs> flinch flies. I can fries. It's it's fries and flies. It's fries. No, it's just you say fries. No, no, no it's it has fries. the first part of fries. There's nothing that tells me that you're including flies. And the last part of flies. <laughs> it's fries. That's accurate, but in doing so, it hides no, no, any no. essence of uh-uh. flies. Every there are people, there are people out there. Hey. Hey, they hear fries and they're hey, like, "Oh, he made you know, a pun." You know what I'm talking. It about. sounds exactly like French fries, but that's a pun. You know what I'm talking about. That's me, like, <laughs> like I'm, patting, I'm them. patting them in the ear. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you you. It's you I'm talking. I'm gonna to. pull you aside away from Justin. Hey. He's gonna keep yelling hey. at the, in the foreground here, but <laughs> that's when I like. You. Uh, he turns. That's you when right I somehow there. turn the stereo to like left ear. Or yeah, something, and be like, "Hey, I'm over here." Justin can't hear me now. <laughs> <laughs> I may stop randomly if he looks. Oh. Okay, he's talking to Jeremy again. <laughs> we never did. We, we totally need to one day make a podcast like somebody sitting right there. So you only come through the right speaker, and I only come through the left, and Justin comes through both. It's like you're sitting across the table from Justin, where there's currently not a chair. Yeah. Was this a podcast for the blind? And you can make me a little quieter because I have to be anyway, so that I sound like I'm across the table. Uh, okay, what were we talking about Snaps, before this? All kinds of auditory. <laughs> oh, there's the dragon like, back. The dragonfly. <laughs> Trying not to destroy. Oh, stuff. you got him. No, you no. can hear him. Now, you can hear him. Look, I hear it. He made. I watched the fly like, <clears throat> but I'm not surprised. I think Manson sees him. Maybe Manson will eat him. This is fine podcasting right here. <laughs> <laughs> It's what an audit. It's an auditory adventure. What was the name of that episode of Breaking Bad with the fly? Uh, oh shit! 
<laughs> that wasn't it. How the fuck did I miss that? I'm a. F- oh, I see blood on the wall. Unless that's something no, that's already been there, but. No, it's not those things. It's like I'm afraid I'm gonna like right knock Predator across the room and right here. I see, yeah. But it may be I don't know. That's just from my head. (laughs) He's big enough. We should be able to find him. (laughs) (laughs) I really would like to just just record the fly, and we wouldn't have we wouldn't have said anything about it. Just to have the people like, is there a fly around me right now? You know, oh yeah, like, just like we're like just talking normally yeah. as you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I catch think me you, outside. Uh, uh, how about that? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Everybody gets to fly. This is yeah. a no fly zone. Oh, fri- fries? <laughs> <laughs> fries? No fries? No wait, I want fries, but not fly fries. Mixed messaging, Matt. Uh, okay. Where the fuck were we? I don't know. Something about <laughs> dungeons or something, maybe. <laughs> Something about dungeons, I think so. That'd be a good oh. name for a podcast. <clears throat> so in this dungeon, Illidan's going ahead of you. <laughs> you don't know if we're talking about medieval history. You don't know if Could we're talking about dungeons. D&D. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those you gotta listen to. Something about dungeons. <laughs> this episode, a little, and you might learn a little, something about dungeons. Oh my god. <laughs> uh Whatever Pray the name continue. of the whatever the name of the Breaking Bad episode is with the fly, that's the name of this episode. And that dungeon, oh, is there was, a, oh yeah 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 yeah. It was just Jesse, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And that dungeon was Stratholm. And now you know <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the dungeon. <laughs> you didn't even get the catchphrase. Uh, now you know a little something more. Mm-hmm. About dungeons. <laughs> Good day. How about that? <laughs> oh. uh, okay. I miss dungeons. That was fun, guys. So you're in the dungeon. Illidan's running ahead of you, like, slaughtering random stuff. Maev is chasing him. She's Wait, like, you're friends with Il- Illidan? Il- we're cool with Illidan now. Okay. Yeah, he, we feel, we, we I mean, finally realized. About him and you realize, this guy... We realized that he was trying to destroy the demons. We were just stupid. (laughs) That always makes you feel better. And for whatever reason, he's okay with this. I haven't... So in order to get to the next part of the quest on the Illidan quest chain to see what happens, you have to get 20 of these lost soul fragments. And the only way to get them is to kill dungeon final bosses. Well... I haven't done 20 dungeon final bosses, mm-hmm. so all I know is that somebody stole him, and now he's in this dungeon. Ah. And so when we finished that, I got a lost soul fragment, and the pally that was in there was like, lost soul fragment? I was like, where I come from, Illidan is still missing. This is a really weird instance for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, at the end, you, you have the... Uh, Ages of Eternity? Of course. Or Ages of Agrum... Ages of Abercrombie. Anyway, you have the Ages, and somebody has to grab it and kind of stand on Illidan, and it makes the shield in front of them, and they have to turn to block these shadow bolts that, that are, are slowly coming, coming in, just slow enough really to let slow. you... Oh, shit. They're, they're you enough. see them coming in from a far ways off. You see him coming in from a medium distance. Okay. And I feel like if, it's moderately if the guy difficult. that had the shield had been mouse turning instead of keyboard turning, mm-hmm. he could have got all of them. But we didn't We didn't wipe, so it was okay. So it's one of those things where the DPS jumps on it because you need a tank and you need a healer. Or is it... Could anybody do it? We were kind of just standing there waiting for the shadow balls to go away. Okay. 
So you kill this boss, and then you just stand there. And I don't know... The guy was like, okay, now just stay in this room. We just stand here. And then something will happen. And these gargoyles had popped up around the room. And somebody's like, do we hit those? And then it's probably like two minutes later, they started coming after us. Huh. So like it's bugged kind of? Well, I think it's like giving you an opportunity to get ready. Huh. Or maybe we did have to hit them and I just didn't see somebody hit them. Yeah, maybe they just you know, want you to be able to sit so down. So then this boss appears and he's like... Uh, we're finally alone, and I'm like, but Whoa. there's like he's talking to Illidan. I'm like, hello, there's five more of us back here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure my Ab is here, being a bitch somewhere. Uh, my Ab's the one with the funky helmet and the, the green the one that cloak. Yeah, the one that imprisoned Illidan. What, yeah, what race? She is looks she? weird. You don't know she's an elf, but you can't tell by her armor. It's the armor that everybody would ever want. That she little, looks a little bit alien-like to me. Why do you know this? Because I've played a little bit. She's in. She's earlier. And she, I, see. I mean, you get some other cutscenes and stuff. Oh, she's been a character yeah, in the story. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the throughout the expansion. <clears throat> oh, she looks cool. She was in Burning Crusade. Okay. Anyway, well, well when Illidan starts taking so. off up the stairs, she's like, "You come back here, Illidan," and he's like, "You're always behind me or some shit." And um, witty banter. Yeah. Anyway, it was. It only took. It was good. There were some things in there that, uh, like the shield thing, there were there were uh, elements to the dungeon that aren't normal. When we got to the final boss, the guy was like, does anybody need a rundown? And I was like, yes. And the other guy's like, I was just reading the dungeon guide and it worked so far. And I was like, I've just been hitting stuff like I have for 11 years and it's worked so far. <laughs> yeah, playing a row, I mean, I'm obviously not to belittle anything about it, but it, it seems like it stays pretty... It's have a way to treat say, a boss. If, if DBM says to run away, you run the fuck away. Oh, okay, and that's still going. Yeah. If it says switch targets, you look and see what the hell it's talking about and then decide if it's too far away, do I really want to run over to that? Right. If a, if a uh, little miniature radar shows up, it's like, I better not stand next you to You can't people. do that anymore. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> they, they hot-fixed that out last expansion. There was, they hot fixed out the ability for people to have radars like that, because somebody had, it was some other add-on had like used that to do something else, yeah. and they're like, oh, you just can't do that anymore. No more radars, no more range radars. Uh, yeah, that's pretty classic. It's funny to me how how progression for us and WoW was. We started off out on, you know, with some other people. Uh, that's how we got it. We went from City of Heroes into WoW. Well, uh, did we play any WoW with any of the City of Heroes people? I thought we just mm-hmm. did that yeah. on our own. Chris. Wow. I feel bad for not remembering. Remember, he gave us, else. like, a gold, and we were like... That's right. That w- I, I, I don't remember anything else about this dude, but I just now remembered he was the guy that was super into it, right? Yeah. And he couldn't believe that we'd never played it. And he gave us, like, a gold. Back before, right. even before we played City of Heroes, I was like, I don't want to play World of Warcraft. Yeah, or, I, was, I don't remember I was, why we were so... I was a... Uh, I thought it sounded complicated. That's possible, uh, you know. At the time, so at the time, this was it, fairly recently after I had played StarCraft, and StarCraft made me never want to play RTSs again, and I was like, I don't want anything to do with WarCraft. Mm. I've played the shit out of WarCraft 1 and 2, I don't 
whatever, I'm done. I remember watching and it. And everybody plays Warcraft. I don't want to get into the middle of that mess because it's just, it's like Apple. It felt like. It's like Nintendo and Apple. I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Oh, come on. Everybody. Nintendo makes some quality. There's a reason. That's what I'm saying. I was a snob you know. back then. Sure, sure, sure. And now. Like eleven years later, it's like oh, so you're a fan of the, my, like the biggest video game company in the world's doing, games. <laughs> doing my dailies yesterday, guys. You should come back and do dailies. <laughs> I specifically remember watching an X Play review of the game. Hmm. Well, start I, off not so good, right? No, it's it started off. Everybody was super oh, into it because okay. it had a big beta period where tons of people were playing it and well, already plus, they liked you it. You got all the EverQuest people that are sick of EverQuest and Ultima Online, and this game is made by people that were uh, all up in the Ultima Online forums, mm-hmm. playing Ultima and being like, "Here are the problems with your game," and it's like, "Oh, now they're making a game," and there's and it, no there's no death runs. Yeah, and it was it was much less punishing, which a lot of people put their nose up at. I think even that was one of the reasons I was not as much into it initially. There's no death piles and there's no experience debt. If you die, you just have to run back to your body and then you're done. It's a game for babies. Anyway, then we did that weekend marathon of City of Heroes. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, that was 2006, man, 11 years ago. That's because that's exactly what happened. We went back and we literally. It, I compare it to when uh, you gorge on some kind of food so that you'll get sick of it. <laughs> we didn't mean to do that, but it coincided perfectly with, boy, these quests are boring. I know. Hey, look, we're in that warehouse, warehouse. again. Yeah. Beat everybody Beat everybody that's in here up. Let me Quest over. Go do it some more. Let me queue up my actions. I'll sit here for a minute. God, I wish somebody would make a new superhero game. Like a Blizzard, if Blizzard had made a superhero game, kind of like Overwatch, they did. It's Superman. Yeah, I mean that's literally what they were trying to make was an MMO with superhero type characters. Because I loved, it's not me. I love washing machine creating uh, heroes and city heroes and city villains. Mm-hmm. All right, you're they just had awesome there powers. Make, make heroes all yeah. the damn time, and you could like make up to eight on each server. So I would go onto a server and just like. I made a bunch of Street Fighter characters just to fuck around with. I did like running around the city really fast. Yep. The travel powers were really yeah. fun. I like what? I have such rosy memories of that game <laughs> right now. Right, but if you went in there to play it, it would probably be like, I'm you don't have, I'm done. Yeah. There were parts to that game that would be, uh, if they just had a superhero creator and then you could run around with that superhero for a little while, I would play that for a, like it makes me think of a uh, couple of days. I mean, I don't want to like I, w- I wouldn't want to have to like level them up or anything. Just let me create the superhero. Let me let me have Wolverine with flying and web spinning. Let's right. see what the fuck that looks like. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Bid for Power, Quake uh DBZ. Oh yeah. yes. Mod. Was, we watched that so for cool. so long. We're like, this could be so good. <laughs> and they got pulled. Yeah. Because I think uh, copyright issues or something. And then they were like, like eh, you can find it online for free. Yeah. I remember playing that. Yeah. Everybody was just up in the air all the time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I saw somebody driving a uh, yellow Corvette. Was a Corvette? It was some muscle car. Somebody was driving a yellow uh, muscle car Wednesday night, and their license plate was SAN. Really? Yep. Huh. I was like, I can tell because it's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and glowing. It's amazing effects on that car. They should put neon. They should put the underglow. 
There's a police car in Bryant that has blue light underglow neon kit on it. It's pretty dope. And I was like, don't you ever ask me for another tax increase for the police again. <laughs> if you got enough money to put neon kits on your cars. Maybe pay it for himself. Anyway, <sighs> there was the a drug bust or something. They took them off they took car. There were like, four police cars <laughs> pulled in where I saw this. There were four police cars behind this one car in a gas station parking lot with two dudes on the ground on their knees in handcuffs. Wow. That's probably a drug bust. Uh, anyway, let's see. The instance was okay. Um, yeah, anyway, somewhere. What's your artifact the- power up to? I, I see they're giving away 3.0 bajillion. I need twenty nine million artifact next, power or something like that. To my next thing, yeah, I got. I did a mission yesterday that gave me a thing that gave me five million. Yeah, it just it went. Once you get past a certain level, it's just like all right. It's like it's it, gonna take me forever. It's, it does. It, t- it still takes the same yeah. amount of time. Yeah, it's just the number has like thirty zeros after it instead of six. Yeah, like before. I don't. I don't understand. As I'm increasing my artifact level artifact knowledge or yeah as i'm increasing my artifact knowledge i mean the basic things are giving me like four hundred and eighty thousand instead of yeah fifty thousand i don't understand why they added so many zeros at the end of it but whatever i have two more things that's the way multiplication works jeremy but i'm not it's not going any faster right you understand it takes the same amount of time in general for me to go from this level to to get to go from this you. artifact thing to the next one. Gotcha. Just adding another zero at the end of it, but adding another zero to what I'm picking up uh-huh. is not changing anything. But I have two more things to get before my weapons are maxed out again. Um, that's about it. I, I haven't stopped playing. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Mobile Township. Yeah, I haven't ah, stopped. Playing. Started last week. I started last Thursday. Mm. I haven't stopped playing it yet. Even though he complained about it on the Friday podcast. Oh, I'll still recording. complain about it. I complained about it pretty much all the time I played it, and just felt more and more sick of myself. Wednesday until I finally was like, okay, yes, yeah. my 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 sick my shame or sickness over myself, knowing that I don't really enjoy what I'm doing, overcame that heroin drip of. Let me go click on these things and collect these things. Put that in there. Get some of that going. Well, so... Is Mandy still playing it? She's like yes. still... Okay. She's level 99. Let's see. She's the leader she's about of the prestige. And then starts all... Well, she's the leader of a clan, right? She's level 90, and she's the leader of a clan. How many people are in the clan? There's 40. Wow. That's impressive. The highest one's 121. Wow. I don't know why Mandy still plays it. She can't make her town any bigger in order to make the town bigger you have to build community buildings and then that increases your max population so that you can build houses right she has all of the community buildings right so she can't increase the population anymore are there I mean, are there buildings she doesn't own i don't know um well then how the hell is someone like level i guess you still how the hell is someone higher level well you still so like when you go to the thing with the helicopter you fill these people's orders and then the right. helicopter takes it to them, and you get experience. Oh, okay, so you're still doing that. So you can still grind it out. And I assume you just have so much shit that, like, as soon as the quest becomes available, you're like, yep, complete that. It depends on what it is. Hmm. 
I, get, I just handed my phone. Me and me and Mandy had a date night Wednesday, and we were eating at Tamales, and I just handed her my phone. I was like, just fix it. Just fix this. Whatever needs to be done, just yeah. do it. So she did. And it's not as... I was doing it wrong. Playing the game? Like the way you were playing? Yeah. Oh. I was waiting for people to ask for stuff. I'm like, all right, you want corn? I'll go plant some corn. She's like, no, you always have one row of wheat, one row of corn, one row of carrots. And Try then, to just keep your production when going. You, when you use one, you replant it immediately. I was like, okay. that's Same for your cows. As soon as you you just... Oh, and I was always out of storage space. And she's like, oh, yeah. well, you don't get it. You don't put it in the barn. You just You just leave it in there. You just... So I've got like... All of my inventory is still in the factory, so if I need it, I get it, and then tell them to start making. It huh. sounds like uh, she's taking the mailbox approach to she WoW. She is. That is exactly. <laughs> Just leave it in the mailbox until the thirty days is there, and very then clever. No, so pull it out and Mandy leaves her stuff in the mailbox. She has way more than fifty things in the mailbox right. usually, and she uses the thing to check her mail. Um, it automatically opens your mail and then waits 30 seconds and then reopens the mailbox for you. Um, and you can tell it which mail is not to open. And it shows the timer on them. So it'll skip the ones that she's using as extra bank space, open all of her new mails, and then she can go in and individually open those if she needs stuff. And she's been doing that for years. Uh, that's it. I didn't watch any. Okay. What's up? Oh, not much, man. That's cool. The owner of the Steelers died. I was curious. Oh, as a... What I saw that. Oh, uh, I was curious, Matt. As as a, um, I think you pretty much decided the Steelers are your team. Yeah, you know, but you don't seem like you're like, yeah, fuck Steelers. You're just like, yeah, I'm a Steelers. Yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I just like the composition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you say like, would you say that how how did the news hit you? Were you just like, huh? I was like, oh man, that's, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> right, but you don't know. The thing is, you don't know how much that owner played into it. You know. <coughs> Was he just yeah, like unless it's the Cowboys? Just, boy, it might what be a, a big yeah. deal because I have heard that shitty owners are what have kept a lot of teams yeah. crappy. Well, you don't ultimately know. the owner makes the, the decisions. Yeah, but you don't know if like if the he had a son or a daughter that I maybe grooming properly. Also, yeah, yeah. The, the, the also the did, family. Yeah, yeah. Families often own. Of course, families owning a franchise, from what I understand, is also part of the problem. Yeah. Because then you get the nepotism, like, yeah, my son's going to inherit this. He's actually shitty at owning things, but it's my son. And somehow this is a non-profit organization. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. Um, I'm playing uh, – as I play through Madden, you know, I have to do my cap. I have to sign my players and everything and hit the caps and everything. So I'm probably going to go, what? Why? I signed them to a ridiculously high cap. Oh. I contract. Did you have to pay that much to get them, or yeah, did you just go I, ahead? And... I just, I, well, I was Why like, you slapped the franchise tag on that motherfucker. Yeah, but every time I slapped the franchise, his 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 yearly cost would go up. Oh, because like, we're talking about over years. Yeah. Ah. And so I did it the first two years because we couldn't come to an agreement. And so I guess year, I was like, are, Fuck it, are I you like learning it. things about the NFL? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, like when you see a a popular player play on a team for a while, and then like, ah, uh, they're not as good as they used to be. Also, the team just released him. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, like um, Ben Roethlisberger, I traded him away. Uh, wow, because he was going to cost me like twenty million one year or something like that. And I was like, I'm done. Matt's like, so all these expenses, I. What I ended up with is like all these really cheap players. For yep. some reason, I'm not winning anymore. Uh-huh. But that's the thing, right? No, like, but Matt's so, Matt's like, for some reason, I'm still intercepting every ball. 
<laughs> but no, that's that's funny. I, I was gonna I was gonna make a tweet like how I I feel like a, a really shitty person, like GM or anything, because all I'm really doing is I'm like drafting I'm trading away all my good people for draft picks and everything like that. Yep. And then I use my number one draft picks that, that I'm getting from all these different teams to get the best players in the draft. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I just, but like every two just years, grind through I'm these just, players. Every yeah. two years I'm like trading out my rookies that are now like really good because they've gotten experience over the couple of years. And so they will be like in the eighties or nineties in the ra- ratings. And then I'll just trade those off, which for makes more. them worth more. Yeah. <laughs> Because they'll come up for contract renewals, and I'll be like, eh, "I don't, I just don't need you." Yeah, <laughs> you're expendable, right? And in fact, you're quite expensive. Yeah. You're going to get me some good shit. But what's funny is you could do like, uh, who was it? The Browns ended up getting this year or uh, this off season, and they're like, it was the quarterback Brock Osweiler. Yeah, like I could, I could be like, here you go. I just signed a really expensive contract to this guy. You can uh, do whatever you want to. If you want to keep them, go ahead. But whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. Um, I was going to make a tweet like Justin would hate me watching me play this game because basically I've broken the scoring system. Yeah. Because it can only go up to 255. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like how it only goes up only to goes up so at some point in the first fourth of all, quarter yeah, i was like quarter just like first off i would like to point out that here's a modern game that has a limit of 255 on yeah something. yeah yeah it's not 1986 anymore i think but, we could knock that like up that to score a doesn't the score only gets high because i play 15 minute quarters and i play both offense and defense and so if you can what's really good about madden is you can play you got different ways you can play. You can play key moments, which is playing like third downs or huh. uh, like other stuff, or you can play just offense or just defense, or you can play the entire game. That's pretty cool. So, like the first season, I went through and just played just offense. Mm-hmm. And I just let people do whatever they want. My scores ended up being only two hundred and twenty. They, were, they, were they like kept scoring. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I was beating the shit out of them anyway, but I didn't like that number of theirs going up. I get really frustrated when they finally score on me. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! They were my undefeated. He gets real hard on himself, like, "Oh, Matt, you're a Uh, failure." (laughs) That's it. You're bench, Matt. And I just (laughs) sim through the rest of the game. (laughs) This margin of victory is the smallest yet. Oh, it gets me so pissed. I'll be like, you know, I'll be in the third quarter to be like a hundred something, like three or something. Yeah. And then like my star player that I'm really happy about gets injured, and I'm like, fuck. So that does. So, but I gotta do. Do I restart the fucking game? Oh my just god! No, no. Well, so, well, the game. Yeah, the uh, game. Okay, I would restart the game. It depends on where I'm at. Yeah. So the characters they have numbers set to certain skill sets, right? right. So like, if you try to, like, I could if, go in and edit, but I don't. That's the one thing I won't cheat at. Like, I'll let the the player that I draft play on Xbox. Yeah, you could cheat. I could I could adjust their their abilities. Oh, it'll just let you. Just yeah, it'll like just let you go super, in, and you can make super. I could make them really... awesome if I well, wanted to. I mean, that's cool. And I'm like, I, I don't want this yeah. is the players I'm playing. I'm already beating the shit out of it. Yeah, I don't wanna, yeah, like, yeah. Why would, yeah. I mean, but yeah. So if your star player goes down, like a really good a guy with good stats, and you mm-hmm. try to plug in another guy, and you try to use him like you would, what happens? Are they? I mean, they just drop balls and they can't. Yeah, they have their fumble. own ratings and stuff. Yeah, they can have, but it's but. 
that's where my scouting comes in, Justin. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at scouting people. Mm. I'm really good at scouting. Go the ahead. problem is that Madden can't build in dudes that have like mental problems. So you're never going <laughs> to yeah. have the, the real world. I have yet to have a person get a concussion. <laughs> well, that in too. Three seasons. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's that's like some conspiracy theory shit like that. I would not be surprised if NFL on the down low was like dumping concussions there. We don't want. We got enough bad press. Look, Will Smith did enough on this. All right, we don't need to <laughs> get that shit out of here. Yeah, okay. West Walker's still playing. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. get him back in there. <laughs> Kevin Cobb. He's he's out there. Yeah. He's in the system. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know what point I was trying yeah. to make, except uh, to say. Like, okay, so yeah, the characters will just be shitty if you yeah. try to use them. That, well, well, I mean, they could be. Uh, I just what I do is I go for uh, running backs that have speed, mm-hmm. like good speed and acceleration. Yeah, because all I try to do is just run uh, pitch plays and just try to get around the the edge, and right. just so I can just beat them. That's the old Jamal Charles. Because you know man. what, you can't fumble if you don't get touched. That's right. Wait, I mean, so nobody ever it. fumble? Does, do the characters never fumble on no, their they, own? They fumble. They can fumble. Like an open space sometimes. Oh happens. no, no, no! Okay, no. <laughs> I've, I've, at one time I accidentally hit uh, the left and right bumper buttons, mm-hmm. and it did pitch. Oh. And I was like, oh shit! But it did it like it was uh, on rails because the ball just went directly to the player that it needed to go to, like mm. five or ten yards back. Well, it probably it just it just calculated that you meant to do that and picked the closest player yeah. to make it make sense. Well, you figured you would just throw it backwards and like it wouldn't really have such pinpoint accuracy. Oh, to toss the ball. Hmm. Yeah, because I meant to try to juke or stiff arm or something, and he goes whoop, and I go no, what are you doing? He threw it back like ten yards, and he got ta- <laughs> the guy got tackled. <laughs> but yeah, I just like to see what kind of crazy ass plays come out of that. Mm-hmm. And I've sent plenty of screenshots and shit where I'm like, it's fucking Madden gaming. This guy was in the, the ball across the plane. I don't know what the fuck they can see the plane is. He's got two feet down. He caught that ball. Yeah, it should be completely accurate. Yeah. They, They're trying to, you know, mimic the realism of really uh, cool. bad calls. That's a stat that you can give somebody where they'll try to keep their feet inbounds and catch the ball. And so Makes sense. It seems to be what separates yeah. the best receivers from the not the best. So. Uh, let's see. I, so Sega, like out of fucking nowhere, mm-hmm. the the way I heard about it was I follow the Steam account, which usually just says like this game you don't mm-hmm. care about is available. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, there's yeah. not much interesting stuff. They'll yeah. let you know if there's a sale going on, uh, which I think is why I follow them. They were just like, Bayonetta now available. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did I miss? Am I just that out of the loop? Yeah. Was this something that was announced? We knew it was coming. No, apparently they teased it. Uh, like on April Fools, mm-hmm. but it was like a. You kind of thought some, it was kind of just like this mini game on their website that you might not have even known about, where you like play around with these characters, and it kind of vaguely hinted at Bayonetta, something Bayonetta. Um, so now yeah. Bayonetta come out for uh, seven years ago, Xbox and PS3. Yeah. yeah, apparently the PS3 port was really bad. And though. the PS and the uh, the Bayonetta two come out for the Wii, the you? Wii U, yes. The Wii U only. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. And that come out like three years ago, I guess? At least. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little more. Um, I'm trying to think how old the Wii U is. It's older than you think, probably. Yeah. I want to say it was uh, fall of 2011. Uh, so, yeah, and it was only $20, which, I mean, for a 
seven year old port is we shouldn't be saying only twenty dollars, <laughs> yeah. but usually something like that. But the reality of things is it was only twenty dollars. Uh, let, let's just say that if if uh, Re- Rockstar were to drop Red Dead Redemption for the PC, I'm pretty sure they charge sixty dollars for that. At least at the beginning. Uh, I go forty. I go forty. They might do forty. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think they'd do forty. They would say it had new features, but I they think, weren't. Yeah. Well, I think they probably add. I mean, it would. They would do like a a kind of upscaling, remastering, remastering. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Bayonetta, and then I was looking at reviews and and um, like PC Gamer has this guy Durante who's like really good at analyzing uh, ports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he created uh, a patch for I think Dark Souls that was like the definitive patch because that game released pretty janky, mm-hmm. but this like invoked a bunch of stuff you would expect with a good PC release. And and he was like, yeah, this is a really great port. It's the best version of the game. Sixty frames per second gameplay, four K resolution supported. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, fuck it, I kind of want to play some Bayonetta, and I really want to support companies doing this. So yeah. for twenty dollars, I was like, sure. Even though I owned it and beat it on the Xbox, played the shit out of it actually. Yeah, which is another reason I bought it. I wanted to play some, and I was okay. I wanted to see what it was like on the PC. They said it was the best version, so I was like, "There you go, thanks, use right there." <laughs> but you just you just use like a a three sixty controller. Yep, to play. I'm totally using PC. a three sixty controller <laughs> to play it. So it's basically like you're playing it on three sixty. Yep, but at sixty frames per second at a higher resolution, and with more effects turned on. Like the shadows and stuff look better, mostly revolving around re- resolutions that the old systems couldn't quite deal with. So yeah, that's that's fun. It's Bayonetta. It's a third-person action game. It's a uh, Devil May Cry like, uh, kind of like God of War, Devil May Cry again, uh, maybe Ninja Gaiden. It's by the Platinum, the developers Platinum Games. They did. They are remnants of a studio that made Beautiful Joe and Beautiful God Hand for Capcom. And then they made this game for Sega, as well as Vanquish. They've never really been successful, unfortunately. They just came out. They also just came out with a game that they created for I don't remember who, uh, Near Automata, which you may have oh, been right, hearing right. about on Twitter. And apparently, it's great and it's doing very well. So that's good. <laughs> I realized this yesterday. I was like, eh, what is the? Just brushing up on the history of the studio, and I was looking through the Wikipedia, and they were like, uh, "This wasn't very successful." Oh, this was a critical. F- they're all they're all critical successes, but they never seem to uh, sell a lot of units. Yeah. Uh, and then I am... so, so speaking of uh, ports and everything, I thought of an interesting question for us: uh, If you could have something ported over to today, whether it be or or just remastered. For the PC. A game. Yeah. What would it be? Because I was thinking today, before you guys come over here, Max Payne, the movie, came on. Uh Uh-huh. And I was thinking, I I thought about, I caught, like, Matrix, like, a few weeks ago or something, and uh, the elevator scene, you know, that was a really popular mod for Max Payne. Yeah, I played the shit out of that. And and it made me think, like, God, I wish they would have, like, I wish that was remade. Yeah. Max Payne. Like, so are you talking... Max Payne 2... So you talk about a remaster as in you take the original game and just like pretty it up. But yeah, I, I don't want High it to resolution. be I don't want it to be pretty up. I want them actually to remake the game, but in today you know, no, I 2017. Gotcha. Yeah. Not not a uh 
Not a cleaned up version. Like yeah, not an upscaling. Because yeah, yeah. you're right. Sometimes they'll just be like, yeah, we're porting it over. And you look at it and you're like, oh. Final Fantasy VII or whatever when they report? They, uh, they, I don't know they, if they've they done they Final Fantasy VII. Or ten or whatever just come out. like they just Ten. Ten. Yeah. yeah. You should play like, Max Payne 3. I should. I don't know, I think. <laughs> yeah. Probably got in like a Humble Bundle or a Steam sale. So, yeah, I think I, I hear what you're saying. Oh, God. There was another mm-hmm. Old West game, not Red Dead Redemption, that I can't think of the name of. Desperados. No, but that was the first one I thought of, too, and I was like, there's no need to remaster it. It was stylized. I never beat that game. Yeah, I God. carried that. Gun? Yes. <clears throat> The game that came out like at the end of the PlayStation 2 Xbox era. That game. I would like for them to redo that game. Really? Yes. I remember people liking that game okay, but I didn't realize you were like a big fan of it. I wasn't a big fan. It's just of all the games that I've played, like, I can't think of another one that I would want to play again remastered. Hmm. But that one had stuff where it's like, I wish, I wish the horse ran better. I wish it looked more fluid. Yeah. I wish the graphics were a little bit better. This could I wish I wish the map was a little bit not had an invisible wall right there. Yeah, yeah. And if they remastered all that, hmm. it was a good game. It was a good game. Had a good story. I would have sworn you would have picked some favorite that you've played put a ton of time to like a you played the Wizardry games. That was your thing, right? And space. One <laughs> so Roko. You can't they have remastered Roger Wilco yeah. before. They took the old 4-bit original Space Quest yeah. and made it 16-bit. And, I mean, that was cool. Um, I would like for them to make a new Roger Wilco game. I don't I don't care if they remaster the old one. Yeah. Wizardry um, would probably be like Elder Scrolls, basically, now. Well, or, no, because Wizardry had turn-based fighting. It was turn-based. Really? Yes. I thought it was like... Everything like I swore it was more like Doom, like original Doom or Wolfenstein 3D. It was like. from a first person no. perspective. It was right? a first was... person per- perspective, but you were on in Wizardry Seven, which is the one that I played the shit out of. Um, you moved one block at a time, mm. and then when you landed on the block, um, like it didn't decide if there were enemies there. It knew you could see them coming if if you were headed that way, but. Um, it was all turn-based. And then Wizardry 8, they made it 3D and op- open world in air quotes. Um, Wizardry 8 had way too many mobs. And you could tell it was the first time they had ever tried to make a 3D game because it was janky as shit. And I I did not like Wizardry 8. Um, Wizardry 7, they actually remade as Wizardry Gold. And added some new stuff, but it made the game worse. Hmm. Wizardry 7 was just good all around. Um, but yeah, Desperados, I kept the save game for that. Like, let's see. I got married. I had that computer, and I played it, and then I, I stopped playing it. And whenever I would get a new computer, I'd make sure to grab the save of Desperados to move it to the new computer, because at some point I'm going to reinstall the game point, and play yeah. it. Um and that went through three computers, wow. and I think I finally, I finally ended up deleting them. It went. I, I just you didn't. probably have them burned to a CD somewhere. I probably do. A I, CD I do that have no longer a, works. 
I have a hard I have hard drive backup CDs from those computers. There's probably the Desperado saves on there somewhere. Every once in a while, though, I would just be like, I'm going to play Desperados. I'd put it in, I'd load up my save game, and just pick back up. Hmm. It's that's, it's a uh, what would you call it? It's strategy a strategy game. It's not. It's the kind where it's like, okay, I'm, it's I have turn to, based. It's like a. It's not turn based. Um, we tell you tell them to like do stuff at certain times. I think, right? Yeah, you you like. Ooh, it's I'd like, like a new full spectrum. It's like game. uh uh. Hold on, I'm gonna just come out with a sequel to. XCOM. XCOM. It is like XCOM. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's not 3D. No, it's it's isometric. Desperado. I don't want to remake, but while I'm thinking about it, I would love a new full spectrum warrior. Yeah, that game was dope. It was it was fun. Yeah, flanking dudes. Yeah, go. That's it's pretty a, much that game. Was, that that a, was the flanking game. <laughs> its official genre is a stealth based real time tactics game. Ah. Um, here's yeah, here's a screenshot. Too. That looks really good, actually. Yeah, it yeah. Was, pre-rendered it was, backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my game mm-hmm. would be Robot Alchemic Drive, a little indie game that most people haven't heard of for the PlayStation 2 sure. from Japan. <laughs> this is a game where, as the char- the main character, as giant monsters attack the city and finds out that he is in command of a corporation and a giant robot that he controls with a controller that looks remarkably like a PlayStation 2 controller. With this controller... A giant robot rises out of the ground so that you can fight off this this menace. I said it was a Japanese game. This should sound like a familiar premise to everyone that knows anything about Japan. Uh, yeah, because that, that, is, that is actually what happened in Japan just two weeks ago. Exactly. According to the news. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, neither I'm just making that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, because that's what happens in Japan. Right. All the time. All the time. So... You control this thing f- from the position of the the, the person on the ground, uh, so you have to actually get yourself close to battle so that you can see what's going on and direct everything that's going on. And you control the robot with the controller in this innovative uh, control scheme where you like have to press the R2 button to step forward and then press the R1 button to step back. Mm. And you actually use the uh, thumbsticks to like swing your arms out. So it's trying yeah. to like, yeah. And you no, end up. It sounds like that game where you have to control the thigh and the calf muscle and make the guy walk it's, across it's the screen. It's similar in a by typing and not near as difficult, but there there is a learning curve at the beginning where you're like <laughs> falling, literally falling over and swinging at the sky because you can also like tilt your torso forward and back. There's a uh, video online of some they ran they they got that running guy with the keyboard to go like a kilometer. Really, and it's just really it's it's slow and janky, but the guy is like ever so slowly making his way. Man. But yeah, so you fight off monsters with your What's giant mech robot. What robot alchemic drive? R A D. When you that sounds rad. Yeah, when you hit monsters into buildings, it makes the building collapse behind them. So, and sometimes you. Because you get a jetpack that lets you get up on top of buildings oh, for a better view. Now I gotta now I gotta use a controller <laughs> for a jetpack. So sometimes you you get on top of a building so for a better view, and then oh, you for, accidentally for bring yeah yeah okay. you accidentally bring the battle into your building, right. and then you fall, and you take 
falling oh, damage. No. You can try and stand on the 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 mech's shoulder, you know, like an anime, but you you gonna get hurt. Yeah. Trying so to do that shit. so you get this jetpack, but what you have to do is the tr- the triggers are how much how much uh, right. thrust is coming uh-huh. out of each side of the jetpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thumbsticks determine <laughs> which direction that the jets are pointed. And so you have to get them just right. Otherwise, you start spinning in a sideways <laughs> circle. I imagine there's like, in some odd reason, in an anime scenario, it would be like he would fall down, the robot would swing, and he would grab you and punch the thing. And somehow that would be like a super punch, but yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. realize it would just squish you because yeah. you would be in his fist. But it doesn't because it's anime. Right. Uh, yeah, so that game was awesome. Yeah. And if they upgraded like the look of everything, like if they added all kinds of what was the trap people game running around and, and... That you played the shit out of PS1 or PS2? It became called Trapped when they brought it to the PS2, and I can't remember the original. Nam... Nam- Namco's was it Namco's Tecmo's Deception yeah that's what it was damn that's a good one Matt I would love a new Tecmo's Deception game yeah but see I would want it's like Jeremy said with the Wilco or Roger Wilco I would want a new Tecmo's Deception game not a remake of one of the original ones but I would take a remake of Rad I'd like a new Tecmo Bowl but the watch version I'm kind of surprised they haven't like just kind of put out like a new Tecmo Bowl even on 3DS or something um, I don't, at least I don't think they did that. Speaking of that, Nintendo's not going to make the uh, retro, yeah. the one. classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I showed, I tweeted the picture. Like, shit's expensive, man. Yeah. Well, it's just hard to find. It was already hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to the thing that I read last night, they were speculating that it's because people were buying that instead of the Switch. But the Switch is their fastest selling console. Yeah. Also, they've sold more Zeldas than Switches. Yeah. Which means they're not making enough Switches. I mean, that's that's actually what I've heard. Like, people are freaking out and saying this is the dumbest shit ever. You know, people clearly won one of these. Why wouldn't you keep making them? But other people point out that Nintendo is still very much run from the Japanese side of things. So they still do things that are weird to us. Uh, and that this like, is actually... Like panty vending machines. Sure. This is, this is actually kind of like a very... Japanese thing for them to do. Basically, because they're not surprised that Japan would want to focus on getting as many Switches out, which is kind of what they're thinking this is, just like focusing their efforts on that. Would you say they're switching their efforts? (laughs) No. Hmm. I wouldn't say that. Never would say that. Stupid lame. That's classic. Fries. (laughs) Fries. You missed my pun. I said that's classic, Denton. Ah, that's good. I apologize for missing it. I got on the second go around though. I'm also watching the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> Did you listen to any of last week's podcasts? No. We, uh, we, we, we were like, Justin would probably we make come on here. of the shows that you watch. And he would oh. be like, guys, I'm watching Hadamarshi Gunamoro, and <laughs> it's an anime about uh, <laughs> a guy that really nothing happens in it, and... <laughs> None of, the, none of the characters are Damn, good, yeah. but I'll have to pull that up. We should pull that up and let him hear it. <laughs> Anyways. This show's so, on PBS. Uh, okay. All it's right. a Japanese show. There's food It's a involved. British show this time. Right. 
Uh, Do you have to turn on subtitles sometimes? No, to, no, no, no. It's not that British. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're British, not Welsh. Um, it, it's a reality show, which mm-hmm. I usually really hate reality shows. Uh, I think the reason I like this one. See, what? Wait, I, I what's guess, the name what? of the show? Hold on. The Great British Baking Show in okay. America. Okay. So here's what I'm going to picture that the show, that it's right. a reality show of. They all have to, they all have to live in a Victorian village as bakers. That'd make a good show. Well, they did the Victorian family. Did you ever see that? No. These people had to go and live for like eight weeks as though as it was in the 1800s. Huh, okay. All their shit's delivered. They had to go and wash. Whoa, I didn't know in the 1800s you just got all your stuff delivered. It's, a, it's not It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno, guys. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, not delivery. It's the 1800s. The, what do you call, the butcher would come around. I see. And the, the smithy. The, uh, the milk. Guy? The baker. The, the butcher. The baker. The candlestick maker. They had to make their own candles. Ah, there the was women no had to do maker. the laundry on Mondays. Ah, in the creek. In a, well, in a tub. This is Victorian. So to answer your uh, your your guesstimation, no, that's all wrong. Aww. It is it is contestants. They do not live together. They gather together under a tent. Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out what what makes it reality and just a cooking show. Like, well, I mean, just a cooking competition. So there, I call it reality because I mean. Usually competition shows are considered reality television, right? Do I have that wrong? Well, to me, reality is Big Brother and Survivor and stuff that's more, They're, I guess, a, a theme or something. I mean, I, okay. I Compe- so competition shows like I can see the distinction. I don't know. I wouldn't call Iron Chef a reality show. No, I wouldn't either. But only kind of because those people are inter- entertainers. I always assume for a reality show, the focus of the show is going to be people. real. So real for you, people, Iron quote Chef, unquote, normies. Iron Chef's not reality, but Cupcake Wars would be. Sure, I'm guessing okay. Cupcake Wars is with like they just have three people make cupcakes gotcha. and get judged. Yeah, and it, it, it's and it, there's I mean, I, I admittedly there's not much unique to it because from what I understand, there's quite a few. These people make food, and then other people. These people do something. Other people judge them, and then people get eliminated every week. That's what the show is. But the reason I've always been pushed off reality shows, especially Americanized ones, is a they spend a lot of time getting them aside and like, oh, what do you think of Amanda? That is what makes a reality show. (laughs) They they interview the people later. And then act like, okay, we need you to pretend that it's like three hours ago, yeah. and you don't know that this other <laughs> who, stuff's happened. Who should be put on the chopping block? Yeah. They they specific, they specific don't pick people to like set them against each other. They're not like looking for rivals. Like these people, I mean, unless it's all an act, I don't think it is. These people are like, they kinda, they, they're kind of in it together. They talk to each other. They... they you know, comment on they're all really nice to each other. I don't know. Like it's kind of like it kinda of, kinda of riding that wave of popularity right now of just wholesome, you know. Like the, everybody's friends, like all the critiquing is good and no, there's no meanness. Until bitch gets betrayed. There's no and admittedly I'm watching on Netflix, so I'm not getting like bumpers or commercials. But as far as I can tell, there's no like coming up. Would it ruin the show for you if like in the sixth or seventh episode, they were like coming back from episode one, so and so Michael or so and like. I think it would if be they brought back old people or something like. 
You mean in later seasons? Yeah, or, or later episode, like a later later in that season? Or? I'd, it, I'd, it'd have to be a good reason. I don't okay. know what they would. I was thinking today because when the person gets eliminated, you don't see them anymore. Mm. It's like they died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, I'm like, sure that's what they did. They killed them. It if was, the show was like super wholesome, it'd be cool if the people just went to the sideline. Basically, a Black Mirror slash. Do the people, <laughs> do the people come they back? They get baked into the future goods. Oh, God. Do people come back week after week, or is it just a one and done? Week after week, one person's eliminated every week. Okay. That's... So the season's comprised... I mean, yeah. So it's... It, so I think it's 12 episodes. And really, there's no animosity? There has been one time... So here's the thing. Here's the distinction I would make with that. Is like, in the other shows, the people are having to use their personalities to vie for position. And in this one, you're, they're either going to cook it correctly or not. Yeah. Like, they're very it's, much it's a, judged it's a, on what they're it's, creating. It sounds like to me that it's Top Chef, basically. I it mean, might be Top Chef. I don't know much about Top Chef. Because I think Top Chef is... It's the same thing. Like, they have 12 people or something. I don't know how many they bring I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not... I'm not here to tell well, you like, it's this really top, unique, interesting I show. I, I had heard good stuff about it. Right, I got you. Um, so I loaded up an episode, and I immediately liked almost everybody involved, uh, including like all the contestants. Like they just they just feel like real people that are also really likable people. Usually, almost okay. all the contestants, and so like with anything, you get invested in them. You want to see this person do well. You want to see what they do next time, and you want to see all the things that I imagine regular people do enjoy watching reality television they pick favorites and they and people that they you know try to figure out who's going to go who's going to get cut this time and uh you're gonna get cut there's a so they do three challenges they do they all have to like they're told like you need to make a souffle and they all can make their version of a souffle i mean they'll they'll say it and they'll give guidelines that say like you know you can kind of do what you want to do but it must be like this. You must have a firm base or whatever. So today's secret ingredient is garlic cuisine. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Then I don't the know how to cook that shit. Then the second I thing. Even, I don't even know. What that serve, is. I like to see that, and they just sit around for an hour and they just serve it raw. <laughs> and then they win. There you go. <laughs> they sprinkle some salt on it. Yeah. Shit. There was one. Sorry, we totally derailed that. Go ahead and keep it like I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't it's let fine. Jeremy finish there, his thought. There was one I Iron said Chef. Piece, don't let Jeremy say his piece. So they, <laughs> there was one Iron Chef show where they, I don't, I think it might have had kids. Where they had fries? No. They, there is a uh, Master Chef Junior. They brought out the ingredient and the person had no idea what it was or what to do with it. Yeah. And they were just like, I'm going to fry it because you can fry anything. <laughs> Uh yeah so this so the second part is the technical challenge so there are two judges on the show one is this old lady that you get the impression like is known in the British baking world or something maybe yeah. she's like their Martha Stewart or something I don't know Pro- better than that it was actually, Julia Childs wasn't it because she's like you can tell she fucking knows her baking uh and then there's this uh you this did man. not use your non cooking spray first she's not stern she's actually really nice oh. there's a man who's like he's also pretty nice but he's gonna he's gonna give it to you straight. And he's like the son of a baker. Right? You get the impression he's just like this awesome bread baker. Uh, they're the judges. And so the technical challenge uh-huh. in the second part is one of those two picks a recipe that like they know and are pretty good at. I mean, because they're like usually good at everything. And they say, oh, we want you to make this. And it'll be some shit that usually the people might have heard of it. 
most of the time they're like, I don't really know how to fucking make this. And then they give them a recipe that's sort of like vague. So it's like, ah, oh, you're going to have to chill this mixture after you make it. And like these th- four things go into it. But, you know, they wouldn't tell you like how much of each. So it's like tests their – because when you, when you cook, you have a general understanding of like if I use a lot of this substance, mm-hmm. it's going to end up this This has way. flour, sugar, and butter. All right. It's got six cups of flour, half a cup of sugar, and a, and a pat of butter. Yeah, they got to figure that stuff out. No, and no. That part's always kind of funny because then they'll go back and they'll like have the judges sitting around the table talking about the dessert. It's before they start it and talking about like why it's so complicated. And, and almost every time they ramp the shit up and you just get the impression that they're like, they're just like, yeah, I really wanted to see, uh, see how well they did at this like ridiculously compli- complicated dessert and then they'll name this dessert that's got like all these fucking layers and like oh you can't leave it in too long because if you do then it'll do this and if you don't you'll take out it's really hard to do and then, and then they'll like cut a piece that the person's made and the other person's like this is fucking amazing so it's like this little part where they're like this is really hard to do oh by the way i just happened to whip some up here you go let's try this and the other person that you know it's just like this is amazing and then you get to watch the people try and put it together. Well, I think it would be cool if they told them, they like gave them this vague, they were like, here's the ingredients that are in it. And what the person ended up making was better than the thing that they were supposed <laughs> to be making. They're like, okay, this isn't what we asked you to make, but holy fuck. Yeah, that'd be funny. No, usually instead they're, uh, they're very strict about that. Like, ah, oh, you're supposed to make this cake with, like defined layers, but this is kind of the stuff's kind of running out, you know. Um, they never give like points; they just kind of order the people and how well they did. So you just you just gotta listen to what they say and decide whether how they like it or not. But you know, I mean, there's I, I don't know that there's anything special about it, but I like the characters. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, just good wholesome entertainment, and I'm genuinely and as someone, part of it's probably because I've just started getting into cooking. Mm. Uh, and so I'm like really interested in that right now. And this show is really fascinating because they'll talk like, oh, we want you to make a rye bread. And to me, rye is just like, oh, it's just like brown bread. I don't know. I don't so really like, know what makes it. Okay. Give me some rye flour. Yeah. And give me some pickles. So give rye is like its own plant. You know, it's like yeah, how there's wheat and barley. So you knew that, but I, I didn't really know that. And they talk about, you know, the the aspects of whatever they're making and why it does that. So that, that's interesting. I would uh, like some pumpernickel. Uh, a guy made a pumpernickel. I would like some bread. pumpernickel croutons mm. without having to go to stupid expensive Ruby Tuesday right now. Are they stupid expensive? Over your buffet, the salad buffet would be like eight nine. Used to be pretty cheap, yeah. Ruby Tuesday used to be a fantastic place. The first time I ever went to Ruby Tuesday was when we went and visited Justin and Jonesboro on spring break a long time ago, and their salad bar was amazing, uh-huh. and. Then we moved Got real here. bacon there. Yeah. We moved here and the croutons. Holy shit. We moved here and there was a Ruby Tuesday just right there, Brian. Uh-huh. We went and ate there. I would always get the buffalo burger or the bison burger, sorry. And then at some point. The reason why they went extinct. They're not extinct. I thought the buffalo was extinct. Mm-mm. And we had bison. bison. Bison and buffalo are the same thing. Yeah. I thought. The American buffalo. We drastically reduced their numbers and almost drove them extinct. The buffalo is the American bison. Um, I would always get that in the salad bar. And then at some point, they decided they wanted to be red lobster. And 
Did they add a bunch of seafood, or you just they, add, they added lobster. Hmm. They do a lot of hamburger and lobster, or steak and lobster, huh. and they changed the salad bar hmm. to where I don't. So you know, before it was kind of like your normal salad bar. You had you had buckets with with food in it that you would put on your plate. Well, they changed it to these stylized like pewter plates that would sit upon ice oh, okay. yeah, yeah. and would only have like six pieces of lettuce sitting in it. Ah. And so it was, so it was never of, stocked. Yeah. They changed the, like, instead of having... Which you got to wonder, is is that like a like limited slow stocking? Is that like a technique to get you to consume less? Yeah. That's what I was... That's That's what I thought. But like they changed the stuff that was on there too. There was mm. a much less salad things Varieties, yeah. and more... Prepare like Topping, here's here's some potato salad, yeah, and some pasta salad, some pasta salad, and some funny looking pasta salad that's got some oil looking stuff on it, mm. and it wasn't. Oh. And I don't. We finally, the last time we went, I think for me and Mandy, it ended up being like fifty five dollars. What? Wow. And Josh, you, should you should quit getting lobster added. We didn't. I yeah. we didn't get lobster. It's one of those places where they're like, add a lobster tail for ten dollars. Yeah. Just throw that on there. Yeah, just go ahead. Uh, you should check out Jason's Deli if you've ever if you've never been there. Yes, I have a, been there yeah, once. It's a good salad bar, man. They have the most delicious like rye uh, little to- little toast pieces. Yes, Mandy made me go there to get the salad bar. I don't ever. I always take my lunch. And honestly, to work, their sandwiches. And that's the only time I'm ever over there. There's some not so good stuff, but their sandwiches are good. I never went to Jason's Deli because when I worked at chain. Yeah. Yes, I guess I've just never heard of another Jason's Deli. Anywhere. When I worked at Comp USA, hmm. when I worked at Comp USA, we had training rooms in the back, and people would rent them out. And whenever somebody would have a training class, they would always bring in Jason's Deli. And when they were done with it, they would give us the leftovers. And I don't know, maybe, I mean, this was like right. It wasn't at the end of the day. It was still at lunchtime when we got the stuff, but. I don't know if they had like made them earlier in the morning and it had been sitting there or what, but every time we got it, it was just nasty as shit. Oh, and so I never went and ate at Jason the Deli. Yeah, and then they just just kind of. I was like, all right, let's go. And I was like, that's fucking good. This is, this is not the shit they put in that box that was at Comp USA. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but yeah, Ruby Tuesday, the very last time we went, somebody I don't even remember why. These people invited us to go to Ruby Tuesday with them, and all we got was the salad bar, and it was like $12 a person. And then it's just the shit that comes out of the plastic tubs from Benny Keith, potato salad, and then like peas. Who the fuck eats peas that are cold, and they just sit them in this little shallow pewter plate with tongs for you to pick the peas out to place them upon your salad? Very fancy people, I guess. Apparently. But Ruby Tuesday's not doing so hot, and they're fixing to close a bunch of restaurants. Maybe because you started being like Red Lobster instead of instead of Chili's with a salad bar. Hmm. Anything else, Justin? Yeah. You're missing out on some good Overwatch, man. You playing? Yeah. Did you play with Jason? He, he said he was going to check it out. I, guess I, haven't, I haven't seen him on. Hmm. Um, Nost on there? Yeah. Me and Charles Anybody? will play okay. every now and then. Oh, Charles! So you're enjoying the new mode? I like it. It's fun. Hmm. Uh, they have a... You can play either as the... Predefined figures. The one time, the one event I don't show up for is like a good one that Matt actually likes and everything. I mean, I like I like the Frankenstein one. It was fun. Oh, I think Frankenstein. I thought that was like a one and done. Kind I of didn't thing like I didn't like the fact that you were 
defined as the characters in Junkin's Like, if you didn't pick a character, right. you were kind of... Which the Brawl does define you, but there's also a version where you can just play yeah. whatever you want, which so, is cool. Yeah, and I really like playing with the new character. Orisa. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching video. I really like her gun. Yeah. It's very... It's like uh, good range, yeah. good fly straight. Yeah. It's not like... It doesn't have a very sporadic pattern. Or yeah. Pretty... <laughs> which is crazy for a tank. Like, yeah. There's no other long-range tanks. And, um, but she's really good for this mode because she can put a shield, drop a shield in the front of, uh, you're pushing a payload. Yeah. And so you can put a shield in the front while you're protecting the payload and these things will run up and try to laser beam the payload to kill it. And you can, so you can just keep on dropping mm. that shield and she's really, she's really well rounded. Uh, so is Reinhardt for that, that mode as mm. well. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, but it's it's really fun to to play. I, really I imagine I, I imagine fair would be good. I would not want to play that in anything higher God than higher than hard mode. It's just it's tough. It's, it's so fucking it's so many mobs coming. Man, the composition you'd have to have like you'd have to min max mm-hmm. composition for anything above hard. I feel like I've seen Zenyatta used as like a um, you get a little healing, but can also yeah help out the team and killing shit. I just feel like. You would need something that can do a lot of fast shooting, like like Bastion's really good. I feel like, sure. and uh, or AOE maybe, you know, like say Junkrat maybe Junk good Rat for. Like, and you need push Junkrat back. especially because like nothing flies, so it's all on the ground, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> push back Junkrat. Fuck it. God damn it, that's my man. They uh... yeah, Junkrat would be a mate. <laughs> Stop talking about. Them. Yeah, but uh, I really enjoy that mode. Um... I've, I've, I've only put. I'm. I'm still every now and then playing a competitive match to get ranked or whatever. Mm. I'm only seven out of ten on that. Um, I had Alex write in. Mean, meanwhile, Jeremy is sitting here with an Overwatch shirt on. He's never played. It's not Overwatch. It's Primal Rage. Yeah. It even it it, says make a good Overwatch shirt. It says Primal Rage. Yeah. Pri- yeah. That's because he goes Primal Rage in Overwatch. He doesn't have glasses on. <laughs> that's because he went Primal Rage. Anyway, use his ult. Uh, I like how. Anyways, and you're interrupting my segment. This is my segment, Jeremy. You, had you were about talk. to. You were about to read an email, so I'm pausing you for a second. Uh, Hearthstone. I told Matt last week. If you haven't played Hearthstone in a while, if you go back right Don't now, you get six packs. Don't bother playing that. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do with those six packs after you play? I mean, nothing. We'll put together a shitty little. No. Reckless ogre deck. And I, every time I see that, I'm like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do anything afterwards. Like what the fuck am I? I guess I would probably play some arena. I'm not gonna download that shit. Can you play arena with those packs? You can probably arena. Wait, no, I think you. Wait, no, No, I think you have to like buy to get into the arena. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's always 150 gold. Anyways, um, oh right, because you don't keep any of those cards. Right. Uh, so I was trying to think of a good analogy for the whole United thing. Um, Yeah, because you know they brought up. Supposedly they brought up the guy's past or whatever, right? Right. But it wasn't really the guy's past or something. Some I didn't read guy. any of the articles. But anyways, um, but I was going to make the statement like I was trying to make a a comparison of like bringing up that guy's past is like bringing up what a woman has posted on Facebook, like how she posted pictures on Facebook after she got raped or something. You know, like there's what? no correlation between the two things. Like right. It's pure just because they know that people will click on it. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, just because somebody did something in the, in the, 
in their history of their lives. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't it, it, mean they deserve yeah. to get punched or dragged out of a flight right then. Well, and of course, the article doesn't say that they do, but the point is, it's, it shouldn't even like don't make a story out of. I, I saw a tweet that was like, "Let's play. Here's a fun game. Try to think about the shit in your life that might come up if you get into a big <laughs> viral story like the United guy." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This would be particularly oh, yeah. bad eight because we have eight, eight years. Now, the fact of the matter is, is nobody's going to be like, they're all going to be like, fuck, I'm not listening to all this <laughs> shit. They talk for like a, an hour and a half to two hours every Every hour. week. 362 it'd, episodes? It'd be, like, it'd be like when WikiLeaks dumps well, a, like a 20,000 page it's probably, document. It's probably and they're like, like, it's going to take us a while to really yeah. get anything out of this. It's probably more like 380 because yeah. we had the point five. Right, right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Special episodes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if man. anything they'd probably get us for the parody stuff oh you mean as far as the <laughs> legal yeah yeah oh well. copyright fall, it falls struck. underneath the parody thing uh-huh. and if anybody asks we played those instruments well the good news is, is whatever happened to us would be so viral we could start an indiegogo account people would just oh, give yeah, us money yeah, yeah. <laughs> to help pay for our legal fees not to mention the right lawsuit. No, they'll dig the up lawsuit should pay somebody for the will fees, dig right? up that children's week episode and take it all out of context <laughs> Oh, man. Apparently, they're into pedophilia. No. And also, we're racist. Um, Alex wrote in, though. He wanted to talk about his hex experience. Alex, guy yeah, we go to Gen Con with, yeah, Alex? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Govier slash Hexplain slash whatever. It's Govier. He goes by on Twitter now. Doesn't matter. I don't, I don't really know what he goes by on Twitter right now. If he's even on. I think it's. Is it still Hexplain? Yeckley? Yeckley, yeah. Um, so he says, why I stopped playing Hex. So we talked about... Uh-huh. Uh, I, somebody I wrote in asking if I still played Hex or whatever. Told him, yeah, I do. Because I feel obligated to. Well, just you get don't, your packs. So. Yeah, just to use my draft <laughs> We're going to put play in air quotes. He <laughs> uh, says, why I stopped playing Hex. Listen to episode 361 about why Matt, quote, stopped, end quote, playing Hex. And thought I'd write in to let you know why I stopped playing it mo- it was mostly because I was interested in drafting, but didn't like the variable time commitment required. Uh, so it says, for example, first you have to wait for the queue to hit eight people. Then you had deck building, which had a set amount of time, unless everyone clicked that they were ready. Blah 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 blah. So he goes on to talk about the old format of drafting. I I want to want to point out to everybody, you don't do this anymore. What mm. uh, what Alex talks about? Oh, uh, I see. Is, so he probably a- is answering the question. Yeah, I don't know if but he's he logged quit in a while back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's logged in or he's kept up with it to know that you don't do that anymore. Yeah. So uh, he didn't like the fact that you know he would have to sit there for basically three hours or, yeah. or four hours, depending on how long, just to play consecutive games and all that. Yep. But now it's broken down. Uh, you do a draft. After that, you can take as much time as you want to build your deck, and then you, then you queue can queue up to play other people, queue up to like play uh, Hearthstone Arena, basically. Right. Uh, so yeah, he goes into talking about that. He says, I do play magic drafts every once in a while at a local shop. The place I go to has a set starting time and creates pools based on how many people show up. The structure is basically the same set times, but can end early, but the ability to socialize with the other players makes this much less an issue. It says, uh, they don't fire the drafts. Once they get eight people Drafts start at seven thirty, and everyone interested is divided into drafting pools we draft, then everyone is combined in a bracket tournament most of the time. This results in four rounds instead of the three rounds. So. But, uh, yeah, to me, that's another 
great aspect of playing in real life rather than on a PC is, you know, you're at a shop with like-minded people, mm-hmm. so you can kind of mingle or talk to friends or yep. something in person. You can sit there and play a board game or something in between rounds or something like that. So Didn't Mike have to put up like a you have to have taken a shower rule? No, I don't remember that. I, uh, there was this hilarious moment I remember uh, at the game room. There was somewhere that had... Where, or Family Game Center, uh, where it was storming outside, Mm -hmm. and this was the guy you knew, Ben, at college. It was storming outside, and it was blowing really hard, raining hard. He walks in through the front door, and just a big gust of wind just blows shit off the counter and everywhere. And just Mike... Got I feel like he pissed. held the door open and then Mike yelled. Yeah. But the guy was like, what? what? Because he was still holding the door open. <laughs> he was like, close the damn fucking door. Oh, it was just funny. Because like, there were always just like Pokemon cards and magic oh, cards just yeah, sitting on yeah, the counter. Yeah. Like stuff he was looking at, stuff he just bought. Yeah. Some collection or something. Oh, man. I miss, I miss, I miss 90s magic. <laughs> My, and late 90s, early 2000s magic. Yeah. If I could go... You know, the other night, so we're having a garage sale tomorrow, and I was, there's always, Seth has two two tiers of clothing racks in his uh-huh. closet. There's always stuff behind the bottom thing that just got thrown back there, like Christmas presents that we've never even opened yet. I mean, they've been unwrapped, but right. we haven't opened right. the box and played with them like his Minecraft gassed roller coaster that I totally forgot that he had gotten. Um Guess he didn't like my present. I don't know. So I'm I'm digging under there, and I find a Walmart sack with two two packs of Pokemon cards in it, unopened. And I was like, Oh, oh, you got two packs of Pokemon cards? He's like, You got to open them. And so he's like, Oh yeah. And he walks off, and then like he comes back like five minutes later. He's like, I can't open this. I was like, I've got this. I know how to open packs of cards. Like you would not believe. Watch. <laughs> Like, Did he have some good in it? He had a twelve dollar hollow rare EX card. Okay. I put it in a top loader. He's like, I want to touch it. I was like, No. No. It's now in a top loader. It's, a, it's over a dollar value. Yeah. Let's treat this with care. It is now in a top loader. You can't even look at it. I'm gonna turn it face down so that the fluorescent lights do not fade it. You should sell it on eBay and give him the money. That's what I was thinking about. Like I'm a little like I'm a little Investor. Yeah, you can learn about well, money maker. Have, 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 is this a, you guys have done garage sales before? Every year. Okay. Does he does he learn about the garage sale aspect of it? He things? sits in the garage and sells camp cards. Okay. Camp cards. Cub Scout things. For five dollars you get this little plastic card that's got coupons for five dollars off at multiple places. It's shitty this year. Last year, you got two $5 off $50 purchases at Kroger. This year, it's one $5 off $100. That's, I don't Mandy ever was go like, to Kroger and spend. I know. Last last time, last time week, Mandy was like, take some and see if Matt wants some. I'm like, Matt didn't buy any last year because he said he didn't spend $50. He's definitely not going to buy one for the $100. Because I go, it, the problem is I would go to, I go too frequently to a grocery store. Like I would go and spend like twenty bucks here, thirty bucks there, instead of waiting like a month apparently and buy all my stuff in a big giant. I just don't have the refrigerator space basically for all. I need to get a freezer or something so that I can buy more frozen goods. And if you do that, you have to sign up for uh, 
people with the yellow trucks. That bring Schwans? You. Yeah, Schwans. Schwans. Their food is delicious, but you have to have a freezer for it. Uh, okay, let me see if anybody else wrote in. Nope, nobody else is wrote in. All right. Okay. Um, Ruby Tuesday, according to their website, I went to see uh-huh. how much it was. Uh-huh. It's $4 to add it to your meal. It used to be 2 Uh The salad bar? Yeah. Uh, but they've apparently revamped it again, and now there's 55 different ingredients for you to add mm. to your salad, which means they probably would have had to have made it longer. But there's like four different lettuces. No, they just make just... it. They just make it like little tiny cups. Yeah, little cups, tiny. little cups of peas. Yeah. They list the ingredients. Peas okay. is still one of them. All right. Mm. Got some diehard pea fans. Diehard cold cold pea fans out there. Yeah, it, it was one of those things where there was so little it's like, like Coldplay, but cold peas. Yeah, like every time and, you and went fries. up there, there was no cheese because everybody wants cheese on their salad. But it's better. We went to this place in Dallas. They just have like ten different cheeses. We that would be this, awesome. We went to this place in Dallas. Oh, it's where we went and uh, we met uh, Zareth and Zorvix. Okay, and their salad bar didn't have any cheese. Like just. Huh. By default, there really, right. there's no cheese on the salad bar. Vegan salad bar. No, it was a place where the waiters and waitresses dress up like Disney characters and Weird. stuff. Medieval. No, it went no. medieval times. It was a place that was that had obviously like opened in the '60s and they had not ever changed the carpet, and it was super dark. But did the carpet match the drapes? Couldn't tell. Too dark. But it was cool. Seth loved it. He peed yeah. on on Woody what? from what? Toy Story. What? He had he had wet he had peed and it had leaked out and then Woody from Toy Story picked him up, but the guy didn't even flinch. Didn't even flinch. I'm like that true professional. Yep, that guy is a professional. I work at a kid restaurant kind of guy. Um, I haven't heard from him in a while on face. I haven't seen. Cassie used to post on Facebook all the time. I haven't seen any posts. Of course, they moved to South Dakota. They're probably under like 8,000 feet of snow right now, and the internet will work again when it melts. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've watched. I watched a, a miniseries that come on back in the 90s. Starred Catherine. Oh, Justin watches such random shit. Ugh. No. <laughs> it's like you've been holding on to that the whole episode. <laughs> no, I really so just... Whole- I just reacted gutturally to what you were saying. Uh, it was called the Triangle. Here's here's the difference. <laughs> yeah, totally. Matt's isn't it's American. Is it American? I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was. It came it's, on TV. I was about was to American. say. Matt's isn't about food. Is it about food? No, it was about the Bermuda Triangle. It had Eric Stoltz in it. Oh yeah, Samurai Chef. Yeah, British Baking Show. And even though no one's not about food, it's called chewing gum. Yeah. Uh, it had Eric Stoltz, Blue Diamond Phillips. Uh, it had Catherine Bell in it. Ooh, yeah. in the '90s, huh? Yeah, really. Some jag, some jagging going on there. Yeah, I'd like to get jaggy with her. No, 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 no. I like to jag her with something. <laughs> that sounds. Yeah, it sounds like you're stabbing her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my he is. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was about the Bermuda Triangle. It was very. Oh, I had uh, Sam Sam Nielsen. N- no, Sam Neil. Sam Nielsen. Bald guy. Dress poor guy. That uh, sounds familiar. But anyways, it was a three-part miniseries. It's on Hulu. I was going to tell you, Justin, but I f- remembered you don't have Hulu. They have uh, Matt, Preacher. Matt, when, when did you say it was from the 90s? I thought it was from the 90s. 2005. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> that's, I thought that's when Jag was in the 90s. That's practically the 90s now. Come on, Justin. The 2000s are the 90s. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they are. But anyways. Uh, Just like this is a fucking Primal Rage shirt. <laughs> Shut up. 
from the 90s. Sega. God, I remember uh, buying Mortal Kombat codes. <laughs> wow. I remember when Jonathan Martin gave me the code to Sonic so that I could skip the zone I was stuck on, and I was like, holy shit. Sonic 2? or something. Yeah. Oh. I was stuck on the one where the totems come up out of the ground, and he shoots the arrows. No, it wasn't even that one. That boss? I was stuck on Chemical Zone 2, the last boss. Wow. I say the last boss, the only boss. I couldn't get past it. You know, I kept losing my rings, and then I would hit him, and I would die. Here's another interesting question. What's an interest, What's a What's a game series or a game that a lot of people talked about, but you never had a drive to play? For Zelda. me, it's Meggy, Mega Man. Zelda. Hmm. Like, there's so much references to Mega Man. I'm like, I don't know, fucking Scissor Man. Or there's, when I'm, when I'm stumbling, like, there's yeah. just Zelda references. Yeah, Zelda memes and, and stuff. And I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Oh, I get it. It's an ocarina. Yeah. Okay. I never played anything beyond Zelda 1. I played, Me- I had Mega Man on my computer. Mega Man was pretty fun. Um, I played, so, on my, on my DS... As opposed to says 3DS. Um, when I first got it, Mandy's brother had a Game Boy. And you can play on the original DS. You can put Game Boy games into it. Mm-hmm. And um, he had Zelda. And it's still in there. And I've made it maybe to the second map. I'm like, I just don't at all. Yeah, I don't even know if I actually beat Zelda. I don't remember. Justin? It's a tough game. Uh, Warcraft. Most sports. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a sports game. <laughs> I want. I really liked NBA 2K. Yeah. No. I really liked NBA Jam. Yeah. And then NBA 2K came out, and I was like, I don't want to play this. In th- I, I loved NBA Lives back in the Sega Genesis era, and NHL. Uh, and that's another game. It, any of the NHL games, like I can't, I cannot follow the puck even when it's got that big circle around it. It's like I don't. God, I loved NHL, man. I don't fucking understand how people even play that game in real life. Yeah. How the fuck can you watch? The thing's going like sixty fast. miles an hour. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being a goalie in that game. No. I mean, if my if my I mean, my stop percentage was above ten percent. I'm amazing as far as I'm concerned. But you you do you do probably cover like 70% of that fucking net. Yeah. Yeah. And that when they put you in that big giant padded everything. They got uh they give you a big giant cl- uh hockey stick. Round trip flight flights to Tokyo for just over $500. Yeah, I saw well I saw they said I missed that. I missed that. Is it on United and also that plane did is you, overbooked? Did you sign up for it? Did you sign up for the the premium? Scott's flight stuff? I think I am. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm not signed up for premium. Oh, okay. Up. I just get the free shit. Yeah. I don't know why I am because I, I... Do you have to pay for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember what it was. It's not terrible. I think it's like $5 a month or something. You figure it would save you at least 50, 50, 50 I figure, well, I mean... Year. Yeah. I mean, theoretically. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff at some they point, he puts just, up are at least half. At some point on your tax return, you have to say you're a resident of Iceland. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, if only they'd let me. Does that mean I have to be a resident of Cozumel? It has to be. Yeah, you've been there a lot. Six times. God damn. That's where they just go by default. 
We've only done one cruise not that didn't go there, and that's the one where we had to drive to Cape Canaveral, which is 18 hours. You should do like an Alaskan cruise. The problem with that is getting to the boat, because then if you're adding the airfare on for even like two people, that's almost doubling the cost that it's going to be on the cruise, and what's the point? Oh, right, because you drive down to... Yes. Mandy found this cool... Well, she found this one that like... It leaves from Galveston, and you end up going through the Panama Canal and going to all the places on the other side of Mexico that we've never been, and it like drops you off at Los Angeles or something like hmm. that. That's the same deal. You got to fly back to to Houston from Los Angeles. Oh, you just take another one, another cruise back through. <laughs> it's it's like a twelve day cruise. I don't have twenty four days of vacation. Oh, you take a cruise. Uh, you just take a cruise that goes from uh, L.A. up. Around North America and comes around through the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, have to go in summer. Be a good idea. Yeah, no, it's just one of those. Ice just wait. Ship I cruises. just wait a few years until there's no ice up there, and then I don't know where. All right, this is episode three hundred sixty-two of Outlandish. We will not be here next week. Yeah, probably not. Uh, if you like to follow us, you can on Facebook at www.facebook.com/slash/outlandishpodcast. You can also like us on fa- uh, like us on. Uh, we already liked us on Facebook. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. Twitter at Outlandish Cash. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin Outlandish Beach. You can follow Jeremy Outlandish Jer. You can send us an email to letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Thanks for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening to episode three hundred sixty two of Outlandish. We will catch you in three hundred sixty three in a couple weeks. Bye. Fries. You think See that was a triple entendre. That's what. That's what uh, I was saying. Bye. Right. As well. As well. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what frogs go to in the fast food restaurant. It's what they go to the fast food restaurant. Yeah. Fries. Think <coughs> because the frogs eat Just hit You're stop. A right, there you go. Say thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.